Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Let's turn our Bibles to the book of Genesis chapter 31 and let's see what the Bible is trying to teach us. In Genesis chapter 30, we read how Jacob managed by the help of God to make himself prosperous. In this chapter, we study that Laban's sons get to know about Jacob's prosperous herd and life. So they think Jacob has stolen everything from their father. But the true case is Jacob has stolen absolutely nothing, but the Lord has helped Jacob to become prosperous. And when Jacob hears about all of this, he knows that Laban is angry with him. Before this, Laban was very happy with Jacob because Jacob was the reason for Laban's prosperous life. But now Laban was against him. So the Lord said to Jacob, "Return unto your own land," says chapter thirty-one, verse three. Jacob has now learned to trust God. Therefore, Jacob waited for the Lord to command him to leave, and this is when Jacob calls Rachel and Leah, his wife, to the field and to his flock, and said, "I see your father's countenance; it is not towards me as it was before, but the God of my father has been with me, and you know that all of I, all the things that I have done, is only because of God's power." So they decide that they should now leave because the God of Abraham and Isaac. has advised them or has commanded them to do so so jacob makes everything ready the wives get everything ready and the camels and maid servants and everybody is ready to leave when they leave rachel goes into her father's tent and takes all of the wooden gods that laban had so keep in mind that laban was not a follower of the god of abraham but he was an idol worshipper he was one of the chaldeans so he had his wooden idols in his house which Rachel took with her as they went away so they are now making this journey back to their land of Canaan back to the land of Isaac and they're on their way and we see that Laban was not at home when these guys left Laban was out shearing his sheep and when Laban comes back home he sees that nobody's home where's everybody gone and when he goes to check for his wooden gods he sees that they're not there and then He makes this journey and he realizes that Jacob has now tricked him even though Jacob had not tricked him he thinks that Jacob has tricked him and he's gone away with his family even without saying goodbye so Laban makes his journey towards Jacob he takes his people he takes his brethren the bible says and then makes his journey towards where he thinks Jacob is and he's pretty correct on where Jacob's position is because after 7 days he meets Jacob but before meeting Jacob the lord came to laban in a dream by the night and he says make sure that you do not speak to Jacob either good or bad in simple words do not do anything to Jacob verse 25 tells us that laban then overtook Jacob and Jacob had now pitched his tent in the mountains And then Laban came there with his brothers. And Laban says to Jacob, "Why have you done this to me? Why have you stolen away unawares to me?" Which means, "Why have you gone without even saying goodbye?" Because you've taken away my daughters as if they're your captives. You've not even let them say goodbye. And then he says, "I couldn't even say bye to my grandkids. I couldn't even kiss my sons and daughters. Why have you done this so foolishly?" So Laban says, If I was in my own power I would have killed you but your god came to me in a dream and he said do not do anything to Jacob Now Jacob he's not very happy Jacob answers to Laban and says I was afraid 
because I thought that you would kill me because of thinking that I took your herd, I took your sheep when I didn't even do anything. Make sure that you know that Laban was not here only to say goodbye, but he was also here looking for his wooden idols because he knew either Rachel or Leah has taken the wooden idols. And this passage of the Bible tells us that how important these idols were to Laban. He set out on a seven day journey just to retrieve these idols. So Laban goes into Jacob's tent and then into Leah's tent and then into the two maidservants' tents, but he did not find anything. But then he goes to Rachel's tents. Now take note that Rachel was just like her husband. Rachel had taken the images, the idols, and she had put them in the camel's furniture. In the, you know that seat that you put up on the camel before you sit on the camel? Beneath that uh, saddle, I think it's called saddle. So she put the idols beneath the saddle so that nobody can find these idols. And Laban searched all of the tents, but he did not find anything, says the Bible. So Jacob is not happy anymore because Jacob thinks, I worked for you for the last 14 years. I worked for, for more than 14 years and you changed. The Bible says that Laban changed Jacob's conditions and wages 10 times. So he complains and he says, I worked for you all of this time. And why do you trespass against me? Why do you mess up my plans now? Because I have spent all of my life working for you. Uh, and you changed my wage 10 times, but I did not say anything. I just worked for you. So this is not how you treat people who have worked for you. After all of this small fight that happened between Jacob and Laban, Laban answers and says, let's make a covenant. Because these daughters, these are my daughters and these children, they are my children and these cattle, they are my cattle. Everything that you see here is mine, says Laban. So Laban says that let's make a covenant. Let's put up two stones and for our safety, let's say the stone that I put up, you will not cross that stone so that I am not harmed. And the stone that you put up, I will not cross that stone so that you are not harmed. So Jacob says unto his brethren, gather these stones. And they took the stones and they made a heap of stones. And then they ate upon that heap of stones in the Bible. And then Laban called it Jagar Sahadutha, which means the heap of witness. And Jacob called it Khalid, which means the same thing, the heap of witness. So these stones were witness to the covenant of Jacob and Laban, saying that they will not harm each other. So Laban said to Jacob, behold this heap and behold this pillar, which I have cast before me and you. This heap be the witness that this pillar be the witness that I will not pass over this heap to thee and that you will not pass over this heap to my side for harm. Verse 53 says, The God of Abraham and the God of Nahor, the God of their father, judge between us, says Laban. So Laban says, The Lord has watched our covenant and you will have to keep it. The chapter ends when Laban wakes up early in the morning and kisses his sons and daughters goodbye and Laban goes back home to his place. What do I learn from this particular chapter? What do you learn? The one thing that we can take back home today or one thing that we can keep in our minds today is Jacob was now finally ready for God's plan. Because we see Jacob waited for God to direct him where to go, what to do, what to take or what not to take. So we see now Jacob, who was the supplanter, is now slowly letting God shape him 
into what God wants them to be. Do we find ourselves sometimes like Jacob? Do we find ourselves to be the supplanter sometimes, to be the cheater sometimes? We need to understand that God is calling us every day to shape us, to mold us. It's your choice. Will you let God mold you or will you choose your own path?